tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. That can only mean one thing, isn't that right, honey? You're retarded. Yes. That's the only explanation as to why would we, we would be watching The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 4, the next generation, or is it new generation? Next, the nude. The nude generation. So it's not, not even generation. The nude massacre. Yes. Nude in Texas. I don't think anybody gets killed with a chainsaw in this movie. Really? <laughs> that's what I heard. Oh my Oh my god. That's the that's the word. I thought the bird was the word. No. Oh. It used to be. Oh, they changed the word? They change it every so often. Okay, so now the word is nobody dies with a chainsaw <laughs> in this one. Yes, but try fitting that into the song. I was just going to say, I want everybody heard about that nobody gets killed with a chainsaw <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That just doesn't have the same ring. It rings, but it's it's a different ring. It rings, it's just out of key. It it rings, but it doesn't tone. Oh god. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't make you listen any longer to our rambling. Mike, do you have any lead in for this? Uh Matthew McConaughey. And Re- Renee Zellweger. I think it was her first movie. Was it really? I think that's the word. That's oh, that's now they already changed it. How do you do? You have an alert to your phone or something? I do. It's like a rape alert that I get. Oh, gotcha. Kind of like a whistle. It's like a digital rape whistle. Gotcha. <laughs> it's like whistling for somebody to come closer so they can be raped. It's like whistling Dixie. Yes. It's like driving Miss Daisy, and because of Win Dixie. Yeah, Whistling Miss Daisy. All right, so hold on. I just want to see something. I'm trying to trying to look at the cast and crew here. Matthew McConaughey. It says, Renee Zellweger. She plays Jenny as Renee Zellweger. <laughs> oh, very good. Most actresses do play characters as themselves. Yes, typically. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Robert Jacks is Leatherface Slaughter. So it's not even the Sawyers anymore. Is that like Sergeant Slaughter? Yep. And then Joe Stevens is W.E. Slaughter. We, we Slaughter? We Slaughter. Huh. Yep. Matthew McConaughey is just Vilmer. Hey, oh. Vilmer. <laughs> Vince Brock plays I'm Not Hurt. Oh, okay. Are they just naming characters after lines? Jeanette Wiggins plays woman-eating chocolates. Ah, prestigious. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, there's a, a whole family called Stuffed. Oh, Marilyn Burns is in this. Who is she that? Pl- she plays the patient on the gurney as Anonymous. <laughs> Ryan Wicker. Marilyn Burns? I just told you it's the anonymous patient on the gurney. Are you oh, other, other than that? You don't know who she is. Oh God, no! Because you said it like you knew who she was. 
And wait a minute. Paul Partain? Do you know who that is? Yeah. Are you lying? Nope. So, so he's not is, like Marilyn Burns? This is kind of interesting. Paul uh, sure, Partain. Paul Partain plays the hospital orderly in this movie. Paul Partain. Why don't you is, say his name one more time? Actually, it's Paul P. Partain. <laughs> Paul P. Paul P. Paul P. Partain. He, he plays. A, <laughs> he plays. A, what's this is uh, going downhill fast? <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are off, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember his name in the movie. But Paul he plays, P. Oh, in the movie. He in Texas Chainsaw Massacre One. He's the guy in the wheelchair. Grandpa? No, the kid. Oh, the brother. Franklin Franklin. Yes, Franklin Franklin. So, yeah, he, he plays Franklin in the original, and he plays the hospital orderly in this. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Without any further ado, uh, I don't know how anybody owns this movie. Um, I you used to. I know, I know. <laughs> I wasted probably like $18 on it, too. Oh, wow. Well, that was back when, like, DVDs were still, like, a thing to purchase. Now everything is, like, $5 because it's a dying media. Yeah. So soon it'll go the way of the poodle skirt and the hula hoop and the poodle hoop and the hula poodle. (laughs) Anyway. Hula hoops are still around. Poodle hulas are still around, too. Poodle hoops. Yes, the poodle hoodles. Poodle poops. (laughs) Oodles of poodle poops. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, fire up however the fuck you're watching this disastrous train wreck. Let's get through this so we can get to some good Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hit play now. Can you share the audio? No, you don't get to hear this one. Uh, you really want to experience this in all its awfulness, don't you? I do. I want to hear how bad it is. Yes. Can you share the, the audio? I don't hear it yet. But there's no audio yet. Oh, okay. I sh- I shared it. Just the intro is silent. So Matthew McConaughey. Before that, um, I've only seen this movie twice. Okay, I think I've seen it probably four times since I was 15. The The first time I watched it was with you when we were kids. Yep. And then I watched it with my sister at one point. Okay. Because Matthew McConaughey is her favorite actor ever. Okay. She, she just likes him. She, he's like her crush. Yep. And uh, she always saw him in like Failure to Launch, and The Wedding Planner. Gotcha. Like all the romantic movies. I was going to say typical done. Matthew McConaughey movies. And I told her one day, I'm like, you know, he was in one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres as like a psycho. And she's like, no, you're full of it. And I'm like, really? He he is. So we had to watch it so she could see it. All right. And lo and behold, there he is. Matthew there he is. McConaughey. There's his name. McConaughey. Robert Jacks' Leatherface. But they only call him Leatherface. They don't call him Leatherface Slaughter in this one. Well, no, because that's stupid. Yeah. Robert Kuhn. What else did Kuhn produce? Didn't we just watch something that Robert Kuhn produced? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw. Mass. It's not even the. Nope. 
Let's see, Robert Kuhn. What did it say? It was directed by him? I think so. Oh, John Harrison's in this. Oh. Ooh, James Gale as Rothman. Rothman? <laughs> the Rothman prophecies. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that. Look at those lips. Mm, that's Leatherface. Look at the hair on the fucking upper lip. <laughs> oh, delectable. Looks like wax lips. Yeah, it does. Very uh, Rolling Stones. Very waxy. Yes. Well, that's not Leatherface, is it? Of course it is. Oh, okay. You know what Robert Jacks looks like, whatever his name was. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, of course. Robin Jacks. Can you turn it up a tad bit? Yep. All right, so it's... I love how the... uh, it, they're using uh, like a disposable camera, but yeah. the flash is going off as if it's like one of the old flash bulbs. Yeah. Like, well, they're trying to give it that effect from the original. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't work when I see the fucking camera and right. it's like a Kodak, you know, fucking disposable. So it is prom night. Prom night. Yep, it's it's right. like Carrie. Yes, it's like that movie Prom Night. Yeah. Night of the Living Prom. Barry? Prom of the oh, Living Dead. Barry. <laughs> Didn't you break up? <clears throat> no. Living Prom of well, the Night, mind, though. I just thought... Dead Prom of the Living <laughs> Night. <laughs> wow, this girl's fucked up. What do you mean? <sighs> maybe she's just special. She just does that to make trouble. Oh, maybe she... Yep. <laughs> do you know what I'm drinking? Uh, is it, is it Mr. Up? No, it's not Mr. Up. It's Pepsi Mango. Oh, again. Oof. We're going to, we're going to need an endorsement by them. That's what I was drinking last week. Yes. On Monday no, Night Horror. No. You were drinking it last night. Well, technically we it was yesterday. But for yes. the listeners, it was last Monday. <laughs> a dinghy. Oh, a dinghy. What the hell kind of prom dress is that? I don't know. What's that picture in the background? And why does it say love as if it's like the 70s? Maybe that's the theme of their prom. Yeah, you think so? I don't know. Oh, the the picture says Rodeo Drive? That looks like Dr. Seuss characters. Maybe that's the theme of their prom. (laughs) Dr. Rodeo Seuss. Dr. 60s. Oh, it's something of love. That's really what you want. I bet it says summer. That's it. She's like, I can't handle this. I'm leaving. What the hell is she driving? It's a, it's an elder car. Yeah, but but it said that this is 1996. Yes. And that's what she's driving. Yeah. Yeah. So she stop this fucking car. She saw her boyfriend making out with somebody. She's so pissed off about. Barry. Barry. God damn it, Barry. <laughs> You're so possessive. It's like I can't even talk to my friends. I was watching you make out with somebody else. That's not yeah. talking to your friends. Yeah. 
He's like, what are you so mad about? I can't even talk to my friends. Heather, look out! Heather, look out. Fuck. Wow. Heather's... Heather runs a stoplight, gets hit, and then just drives away. Sounds like another Heather I know. Yes. Never date in your life, you're so ugly. Wow. <laughs> you never have a date in your life, you're so ugly. She was literally like in the back seat with a boy. Is there a boy back there? There was. There he is. Oh, there is a boy back there. Yes. Yeah, Jenny, so just shut up, all right? Yeah, Jenny. No, that's just a line to get you to have sex with them. Ask Sean. She's right. He's never had a hard on in his life. He's never had a hard on in his life. Shut up, Sean. We were even friends before he got too cool. So fucking annoying. Hey, it's not my fault you turned out to be such a little geek. He used to come over to my house all the time, and he'd be laughing about all the girls he'd built up. All right, so it's 1996, right? Yeah. So that means that they were born in 1978. Okay. Five years after the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they must have grown up knowing the legend. They're in yeah. Texas. Like, they're driving a Texas car. Now, does this one acknowledge the other movies? Oh. Yes, yeah, because it said in the... They had the monologue in the beginning. It said in 1973, a bizarre and heinous crime occurred. Okay. But we were talking over it. Yeah, I didn't so pay attention to the monologue. So it... It... What if we got into a wreck and we crashed into ...observes the first one, and, you know. They could write a song about it. Observes isn't what I wanted to say. It like every, every single one of these is just a follow-up to the original... Pretty much. They just kept making a sequel. Yeah. Not a sequel to the sequel, just another part two. Right. Looks like a nice road. Alright, let's get some trivia here. Where the hell are we? Despite the title, absolutely zero people are massacred via a chainsaw. There you go. Cool dress, Jenny. What's this? Stop. What's the matter? Afraid somebody might find out you have tits. Barry. Girls have tits. Barry. Girls have tits. There's no place to turn around. There's never any place to turn around. This sucks. There's no place to turn around. It's a deserted road. You could just like three point turn. Yeah. It really look right? like it's that busy. Yeah. There's nobody around. Oh, now oh. there is. Oh, never mind. And they get into another accident. Wow, she's an awful driver. Yeah. This guy's awfully dead. Okay. Oh, he's very dead. He didn't look like he was going that fast. Oh, oh he's not dead. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how's he not hurt? His windshield was smashed by his face. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he could be in shock. We need to get him to a doctor. Yeah, right. Keep him warm. Uh-huh. How did you know that? Something bad's gonna happen. I can feel it. He's gonna die. Look at him. Do you think it'll start? Alright. Car starts. 
<laughs> but it's not going anywhere. Nope. So she's like, let me try his car. I'm dead. Somebody kill me, please. Oh. I'm dead. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Find some place where we can call an ambulance. I'll go. Okay, come on. I'm not staying here alone. What if he dies? Fine, then I'll go with you. You stay away from me. There's a bumper sticker on the other guy's car. It says, Don't mess with Texas. Oh, is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to see it, but I know that that's the slogan for Texas. Yeah. So I'm assuming. All right. Wow. Look at. What are they. What are they, next to a swamp? Look how smoky or misty and foggy it is. Either there's a forest fire or a swamp. Or a fog machine. Yes. It's just very interesting. Like, we grew up in the woods, Mike, and, like, we were always out in the woods, and it was never foggy. No, never. Never. Then, like, to be in Texas, like, look at the lush greenery of Texas. Yeah, it's like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I never took Texas to look like this. I always just took Texas to be, like, pretty dry and flat. Just like one big desert. Yes, just like one big desert. Now, to be fair, I've never been to Texas. Very true. Neither have I. I don't think I ever will be. Very true. Neither have I. When asked about this movie, Renee Zellweger said it was dangerous. I don't know if any of it was if it was legal. It was a great workout. Running from a guy with a live chainsaw is excellent motivation. It was a lot of fun. It was my first role, really. I couldn't believe that somebody was going to trust me with that. That somebody was going to take this chance on me. I was really grateful. I have no shame about that movie. Huh. That's cool. She also said it was very low budget, so we all shared a tiny Winnebago and the producer of the film, it belonged to him. It was his personal camper. So the makeup was in the front seats, and there was a table in the middle for hair, and there was a tiny little curtain by the bathroom. That was where you put your prom dress and your flower on. It was ridiculous. How we pulled that off, I have no idea. I'm sure none of it was legal. Anything we did was a little bit dangerous, but what an experience. Kamikaze filmmaker. That's pretty cool. That she's just like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It's also pretty cool that it was like, yep, live chainsaw. Like, we didn't have props. <laughs> right. Bilmer, if you're there, babe, pick up the phone. Okay, so we've now stumbled upon a trailer that belongs to Tits McGee. Yeah, so they've run across the first member of the Slaughter family. The Icky family. Yes. The Iggy Pop family. Oh, yeah, that's Iggy Pop there in drag. I, I didn't even think he was in drag. I just yeah, thought it was Iggy right. Pop. <laughs> it's, it's Iggy Pop not covered in peanut butter. <laughs> this is what he looks like when he's not on stage. <laughs> he's just a woman. <laughs> he's a woman. About a mile? About a mile. About a mile. Airheads. <laughs> we should get 
Oh my god. And she takes her tits. <laughs> wow. Some high school boy. Yeah, they are always doing something to get me to flash them. <laughs> wow, you're a slut. <laughs> yeah. It's pro- it's probably the farmer's wife. Let me whip my tits out. Oh, just high school boys always trying hey. to get me to flash them. <laughs> All right, so Poindexter chilled back at the fucking car accidents. Yep. And here's Vilmer. There he is. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> he says that in this movie. Does he? Yeah. Of course he does. He says it in every movie. Yeah. The, his, the side of his tow truck say Illuminati wrecking? Oh, I didn't catch the Illuminati. I just saw wrecking. No, he's not. He's just passed out. I said he's dead. <laughs> but he was just talking, like talking in his sleep. <laughs> he's dead. No, he's just passed out. I said he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking murders him. He's dead now. Yep. Dead now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even think about running off down that road. I think I'd do you damn good. Yep, Illuminati wrecking. Yep. First. Now he's got the leather face leg. Yes. Of course, it's different for every individual. Except his doesn't squeak. His is like pneumatic and you can hear it like... Yeah. Big old wrecking truck. Seven oh nine. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't give you all a ride. That record will be long before you know it. Thanks for calling for us. Yeah, thanks. Oh, hey, don't you worry about that old boy that drives the record. He talks tough. Could you just tell him how the cows eat the cabbage and you won't have any trouble? What? Okay. Tell him how the cows eat the cabbage. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'll look it up. Oh, he is liable to shoot first and ask questions later. Keep our guests entertained, hey! Michael. See you, you old fart. It's, I mean, they should be entertained enough just watching this marvelous this movie. Breath- <laughs> this breathtaking. Oh, here we go. It's a big how, flashlight. Here's the truth about how the cow ate the cabbage. Why do people say how the cow ate the cabbage? It stems from a joke about an escaped elephant with a punchline that isn't funny. <laughs> Okay. Tired huh. yet, boy? So hold on. Please, I'm no. going to read and then I'll tell you. Hang on. But before you do that, looking at this scene, if you were trying to run away from a truck that was chasing you, why would you run down the road? Right. Why not just turn off into the woods? Yeah. I mean, you already saw that the guy has, like, a leg brace, so it's not like he's very quick. Yeah. So why would you... Now I'm going to run backwards. Oh, I'm also going to run side to side as if he, you know, as if he can't just back up straight. Yeah. Literally, all he has to do is just run like an extra two feet to his left and he's fucking. Right. At least from the front. Too late now. All right, racing fans. Here, 
It means to tell a person the unvarnished truth, even if the person would rather not hear it. It can also mean to state one's opinion forcefully or to tell someone off. The mechanic had been jerking me around for weeks, promising that every new repair would fix the problem, so I finally told him how to cow ate the cabbage and grow home. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Pretty ridiculous. But now we know. Knowledge yes. is power. Knowing is half the battle. Yes. All right, meanwhile, Matthew McConaughey is running over this kid. Just front and back. Repeatedly. Yep. Furred and backwards. There's somebody out there. I mean it this time. I'm not making it up. Stop. Listen. I don't hear anything. Jenny's grandpa stop. is also in this, too. The original grandpa. The actor or the prop? Yeah. Nope, the actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, plays a, he plays a cop. At the, he plays a cop at the hospital, and Franklin plays a, an orderly. Oh. And Marilyn Burns is Sally. Oh, Sally. She's the, the body on. Yep, she's the body on the gurney. Oh, okay. I knew I knew the name Marilyn Burns from somewhere. Huh. There's an owl. Yes. There's a cow. Is it eating cabbage? How the owl ate the cabbage. So her friends ran down the road to chase a car. Yep. And now she's alone. And she's whispering. As if they would hear her as they ran off. Yeah. I'm going to go back and see if Sean's okay. Yeah, why are you whispering? Yeah, I don't... All right. All right. All right. So foggy. Waiting for Michael Jackson to come out in his Letterman jacket. Right. Bum, bum. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. It's close to midnight. <laughs> Something's creeping, waiting in the dark. It's a great song. It is. And it's a great music video. Oh, I know. Directed by John Landis. Yeah? Yep. Very interesting. Sorry, folks. We were so ingrained in the movie that we started talking about Michael Jackson. (laughs) We started talking about something else. Well, somebody has attacked her and put a plastic bag over her head, but it's just a plastic bag. Just the bag acting on its own accord. Yes. Bag doing what bags, bags do naturally, trying to suffocate people. Yes. That old bag. The old bag. And they want us to follow them so they can hide behind trees and stab us. There could be dead people buried all around us and we never know. They could tie us up in a cellar. Maybe we'll never are going to tie us up in a cellar. Nobody would ever know. Okay, that's it. Don't call me dumb, Barry. I may not be the smartest person in the world, but I'm not stupid. 
just act that way sometimes to get people to like me, that's all. I act stupid to get people to like me. True. Rather than being bored. I'll tell you what's stupid is that line you gave me about you and that girl Brenda. I am a little kid would believe that. Jenny, that bitch, she started this whole thing. It's all her fault. You'd like to think. I'll tell you what it is. I'm a bitch. I'm just like my mother. She can't stand She it. looks familiar. She is with him because she wants a certain kind She's of... She's that girl from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, Next Generation. That's right. <sighs> and I actually think that that guy is her boyfriend in the movie, too. Okay, You're right. <laughs> but I'd have to see the movie to know for sure. I'd have to do a side-by-side -side comparison. Yes. If I wasn't such a chicken, I'd be more like Jenny. Uh, let me see where I know her from. If she wasn't such a chicken, she'd be more like Jenny. She's a dog. But Jenny's a dog. <laughs> Tell it like it is. What is that character's name? The girl? Yeah. Uh, oh god, I don't know. Really? Boyfriend's Barry, but I can't remember. And there's Barry, there's Jenny, there's Mark, and then there's Prom Girl. <laughs> We've seen Prom Girl, Prom Girl more than anyone, and she's the only name I can't remember. Wait, Heather? Yes, Heather. That's yep. Heather, right? Yeah, with the bad driving. Yeah. Sean! Yeah, she wasn't in anything I know. Oh, your flashlight's dead again. And the Fucking idiot. And the fog is just pouring into the road. There's fog in the background there by that farmhouse. Fifty bucks. Fog by that farmhouse. They got to get their fog machines under control. Yes. So we wandered down to the end of the road. You know what I don't get is why they didn't just walk back the way they came instead of walking deeper and deeper and further down the road into the woods and. Like, why yeah. don't we just turn around and like, okay, well, we'll just walk back. If we're going to walk anywhere, I'd rather walk back Hello? to where I know I am. Right. Then be like, well, there's probably something up ahead. There's, the Burns lady is dead. Hey, I have an idea. Oh, the Marilyn actress. Burns? Yeah. Marilyn Burns. She was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre as Sally. Yep. She was in this movie as Sally. Well, she's in this movie as anonymous. She's not credited as, like, her role in this movie isn't Sally Hardesty. It's, it's she's just a corpse on a gurney. Well, the, the thing I'm reading on Wikipedia says patient on gurney slash Sally. Right. Uncredited. And then she's in Texas Chainsaw as Verna Carson slash Sally. Huh. And that was right before she died. God, I wonder who's... I don't know who that, that character is in Texas Chainsaw. I wonder if that's the aunt. It, it's uh, Verna, the lady who leaves her the house. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like, the the relative. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was her aunt. But... It, yeah, I think it is. It's either her aunt or her grandmother. Okay. Oh, she's got to air out them titties. 
Wait, no, this says she died in 2014, but it says her last film appearance was in 2015, unless they kept her corpse and kept using it for movies. No, but the movie probably came out in 2015. Like, it was probably shot in 2014, then she died, and then it was edited, mixed, and then released in 2015. Yeah, it could be. Because it says in 2015 she played a character called Marilyn Hardesty in a movie called Mind Flip. I like how this girl is completely oblivious to the fact that there is a, like, six-foot-six man smelling her hair. It's okay, we had a wreck. That's normal. (laughs) You better not shoot me, mister. He looks familiar. His house, and they got him for murder. I propose to fight it out on this line. Was he in part three? Who, the uh, the boyfriend? No, the this guy with the gun. Oh, so? Of course you didn't. Because you're a bona fide moron. Come poking your nose around here where it don't belong. Another face in his yellow jacket and his camouflage jacket. Or his yellow apron camouflage jacket. The mask kind of reminds me of the mask that you made. I have to see it. Oh, yeah. It does a little bit. Heather! It's okay, she's my girlfriend. Don't trouble yourself. Oh, gee, I think I've seen this scene before. <laughs> Kicking and screaming on the porch, grabbing her, bear hugging her, dragging her into the house. Yep. I don't like Leatherface's hair. He's got a fucking, like, a big old mullet. Well, it's probably not his hair. Oh, that's true. His hair is probably the long hair, and then the puffy mullet top is attached to his face. Mullet top? Well, not his, not his face. Mullet top. Kind of like carrot top. Yeah, but with a mullet. Yeah. <clears throat> I just feel that they were never able to recreate the creepy look of Leatherface. No. Usually he just looks stupid. Yeah, every movie after the original, he just looks dumb. Until the remakes. Correct. Yep. Yeah, the two Michael Bays and Texas Chainsaw, I think he looks good. I I don't even like the way he looks in Texas Chainsaw. Oh, no? Not really. Okay. But I love the Michael Bay ones. Yep. He looks really, really good in those. Leatherface is just whining. Yeah. He's got very, very nice teeth. He does. They're like perfect teeth. Yeah. They, they seem to... Like, they kept making him, like, more and more childlike. Like, in this, he's, like, panicking. Like, he grabs her and puts her in the, the hey, freezer, and then he's, like, running through the house, like, what do I do? What do I do? Among other yeah. evils, being unarmed brings you, it causes you to be despised. That's Niccolo Machiavelli. Now get! Okay, okay. I need to use your bathroom anyway. Dumbass! 
So he chases the kid inside, but then the kid locks the door. And calls the homeowner a dumbass. Like, what do you... What do you I don't know. It, it's this guy's house. You don't think that he has keys to his own house or, like, or another knows where way. the other entrances are? Yeah. Heather? So he's just wandering around the fucking house. Yep, and he said, I have to piss. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> like, that would be his main priority right now. Well, of course. Look at the fucking walls. Heather! What, 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 what kind of wallpaper is that? Heather, skin. Okay? Oh, skin, skin paper. Wall skin. Oh, it is skin. Yeah, or, or, or some crazy guy sheet or something. You know, when you put up wallpaper, it's called wall skin. I like how he's like, Heather, you in here? Heather. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take a piss. And he's like, there's some crazy guy running around outside with a shotgun. Like, he's like so nonchalant about being in this very odd house. Yeah. With all the wall skin. Yes. With all the foreskin. Well, maybe there's some on the floor. Floor also, skin. When he walked in, when he walked in, he didn't notice the corpse in the bathtub. Yeah, he doesn't notice AC in the bathtub. <laughs> now Leatherface is yelling, screaming, with his sweatpants on. <laughs> He's like Mick Foley. Yeah, sweatpants. White shirt. Thick moly. Oh, I hate it. It's just so bad. Yeah, it is. Oh, now she's on the meat oh, hook. On the meat hook. So that's the first time we've seen the meat hook since, uh... Since the first one. Yeah. Uh-oh. Back to Vilmer in the tow truck and Renee Zellweger. Yeah. And they have the tow truck in the Michael Bay one. Do they? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mo- uh, uh, Uncle Monty. Uncle Monty. Before he gets his legs chopped off. Yep. Spoiler alert. Balance. Where's Sean? Oh, not... Oh, Sean. Where's Sean? Not Mark. Scene. Scene. Yeah. Scene goats. The one that wasn't hurt. Do you know where he is? <laughs> I know exactly where he is. Now, why don't you get in? Well, where is he? God damn it, I said get in the truck. Well, wait, wait huh. a second. Hang on. Just get in the truck. Where's my boyfriend? I'll tell you where he is. But where is he? I know where he is. Now, get in the goddamn truck. <laughs> All right. Matthew McConaughey is the one redeeming factor in this movie. <laughs> yep. He had just graduated college before huh. this, and he didn't even want, he didn't even audition for this role at yeah. first. Oh. He had auditioned as like the hero, but they cut that part out of the movie. And yeah. then 
they had nobody to play the villain, so they were like, hey, do you know anybody that would want to play this? And he was like, oh yeah, I've got two friends that are actors that would like to do it. And he was like, wait a minute, can I, can I just, can I try? And they were like, sure. I mean, that sorry son of a bitch didn't have shit for an imagination. How fucking simple can you get? Stop, you're scaring me. Scaring you? You're not scared. Scared? You don't know shit about being scared, little girl. Not yet. You want scared? You want scared? Have a look behind you. Have a look. Yeah, how about that, huh? Look again, goddammit. Go ahead, look again. Why would you get in the car with somebody like... He didn't seem very trustworthy in the beginning. No. Look, 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 look. And she's not even like scared. She's like more annoyed. Yeah, like she's like, would you stop it? Yeah, would you stop? Just stop. Like it's her older brother picking on her, not some creepy fuck in a in a tow truck. Yeah. With bodies on the back. Bodies hanging on the back of the truck. Yeah, of course, you gotta throw in a little something extra. Just let him know it ain't Saturday morning cartoons, if you know what I mean. <laughs> What's gonna happen to me? You think I give a goddamn what happens to you? Are you letting me go? She's like, not even le- like worried. No, she's no. not. What's gonna happen to me? What's gonna happen to me? I don't give a fuck. Are you gonna let me go? he's like your friend tried this already I can go in reverse I'm very good at driving backwards and running people over the bodies weren't hanging on the truck in that scene no yeah there's nothing back there But but they were there when he backed up in the scene before yeah We're now in a field. Somehow we managed to get out of the woods and into a field. Also, like, for running, like, if, why run in a straight line if some if a truck's after you? Just, like, cut hard to the right? Yeah, I always think that in movies. Like, he's obviously, like, you have, you're a hell of a lot more mobile than a truck is. Right. Or, or, not mobile, but, like, you can make a lot sharper turns. Right. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Just where do you think you're going? So she... What? I would love to know what part of Texas this is in. <laughs> is she in, like, a bamboo grove? Yeah. <laughs> like, she ran into, like, a thicket of trees. But, like, if you look okay. at them, they don't... They, like, they look... That's what you want. I don't know. They look like they're, like, w. northeast trees. Yeah. Or or California trees, like the leaves. I wish they all could be California trees. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I'm not even remotely shaken up by this experience. She's, of- she's the ugly girl who takes her glasses off, and she's attractive. Yes. Yep. What the fuck movie was that with Freddie Prince Jr.? He's like has to date the ugly chick. I don't know. Well, he takes her to, like, prom because he, like, loses a bet, but then, like, he falls for her. It's almost like Carrie, but it's like a it's like a romantic, like, it's like a teenage rom-com. I don't know. I know what you did last summer. Uh, 
No, no, I think it's Babe, Pig in the City. Oh. <laughs> Remember? Oh. Leatherface's chainsaw shoots sparks when it touches trees. And he's like Chainsaw Charlie. Wow. That is a, that is a very remarkable thing. My chainsaw only cuts it. Maybe they're metal trees. Very well, I've never been to Texas, so. Now, if Leatherface just. He, he, he can just throw his chainsaw in the water. It'll be fine. Yeah, he it'll keep running. So she's being chased through the woods and now up to this house. Yep. Over by... the river and through the woods to Leatherface's house we go. Yeah. Alright. She's in the house. Leatherface is in the house. The sheriff's in the house. Yeah, there's a sheriff behind the door. <laughs> of course. She's like, what? doesn't know. Like, like alright, I'll just take his gun. Oh, and there's Roseanne. Oh. Robotone. Leatherface is ridiculous. He just never stops screaming. I hope he's better on the roof than Michael Myers. <laughs> uh, the movie's called She's All That, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, who else is in that? Uh, Matthew Willard. Who were we talking about being in it? Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, well, who's the girl in that? Uh, that's not Amanda Bynes, is it? No, no, that's just all that. <laughs> Jody Lynn O'Keefe oh, is his okay. girlfriend, and Rachel Lee Cook is the nerd. Oh, okay. Alright, so we're still on the roof. Wow, that was impressive. She just leaps from the roof. What is what does she do in her regular life that she can do this? She's also, uh, she's a gymnast. Also very impressive that Leatherface's chainsaw cut braided steel cable. Mm-hmm. Like Braided steel cable is what iron workers use to like hoist girders. Yeah. <laughs> His chainsaw cut through it. Yep. Heavy duty chainsaw. It's probably that steel magnum, whatever. It is. It's got an adamantium blade on it. Yes. Underwater, everything.
when he crashed through that wall, it looked like he was about to fall, and then they cut. So we have here uh, the reshot of the uh, of the original one here, basically running through the woods again. That long chase scene from the first one. Yeah. It's like no emotion in this movie. No. <laughs> it's just a bunch of mindless chase scenes. Yep. Like she's not even screaming. Oh, there we go. Oh, now she's back to the trailer. Yep. Have some tea. Oh, this is the final film of Robert Jacks, who played Leatherface. Because, you know, he was such a major actor and everything else. Yeah. This was literally shot in Texas. Oh, wow. This was filmed on location at an abandoned farmhouse in Pflugerville, Texas, and nearby Bastrop. The majority of the cast and crew were locals from Austin, aside from David Gale, a stage actor from Houston. Most of the filming took place at night and was described by makeup artist J.M. Logan as very, very rough for everyone. (laughs) Wow. So... That goes to show me that, you know, it doesn't, I would no, never think that it was Texas. It just doesn't yeah. look like it. The chainsaw. He was taking me with the chainsaw. Listen here, it's just local boys trying to get she's so calm. Yeah. No, the guy with the record killed Sean. The guy with the record killed Sean. It's like, like she's I, complaining to her mom about one of her siblings. Yeah. Tried to get a ride. Yeah, or like you called customer service. Like, well, I'm sorry, man. No, this is what happened. Like, I saw it. No, there was the guy with the chainsaw. It's like you're trying to. The guy. The guy with the chainsaw. Don't you worry. Filmer does something, it's for a good reason. Who's Filmer? Good question. Hey, you know what? You look real pretty with your glasses off. What? Well, what? You should have brought a gunny sack or something. What's this look like to you? Green eggs? What the hell are you waiting for? Tie her up! Hey, you sit right down here, little lady. I got enough trouble with the... Tie her up! Damn it, W.E. Now look what you got started. Wait till Vilmer hears about this. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) He's just cattle prodding her. Yeah. Where's my gun? But not painfully. She's just beating her with it. Yeah, just whipping her. It's not even like you like beat her unconscious. You're just whipping her. Yeah. And she's just. And she's just like crying. Not. Game of circles. That's Ralph Waldo Emerson. Not screaming. What if I was you? Yeah. What would you give me, huh? What do you think about that? What do you want? What do you want? I honestly like his character. What are you doing back there? Yeah. I like his character, and I like how almost all of his lines are quotes from famous, like just whatever, just famous authors. Yeah, it's not, no, it's not authors. 
It's not just office, like because when he uh, when he's uh, when he pulls the gun on the guy at the house, he draws the line in the sand, and he goes on this on this line. I will defend. I will defend with my gun to the death, and or something like that. And he says. That's Ulysses S. Grant, if you didn't know that, which you don't, you idiot. Well, Grant was an author. Yes, he was an Arthur. He was King Arthur. That's just somebody I got tied up back there. Really? Uh-huh. Really, what's back there? I told you. You want to come see? Sure. I better not. I might get in trouble or something. Hi. What do you have back there? Just somebody tied up. No, really, <laughs> what do you have? You want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and quit kicking my car. Okay, but I can't breathe. I can't breathe. She's so calm. Yeah. Coffee, black coffee. Yeah. Uh, two black coffees. Is that all? Bye, Pocahope. Are you going to quit? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Somebody's gotta do it. Like, what the fuck? In your dreams. Now, if I hear any more kicking or screaming, I'm gonna come back here and tape your mouth shut, all right? Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. What you got in the car, honey? Just so relaxed. Believe me, you don't wanna know. He looks like, <laughs> I, he looks like he's in other movies, too. He looks yeah. like an extra. Like, he looks familiar. The drinks are ready. I'm gonna pull up uh, a pull up cast. Keep our audience entertained. The oh, movie's I... going nowhere. No, I know the movie's <laughs> getting slower and slower. <laughs> yeah, at least in the chase scene we had something. You can get a double bacon Swiss burger there for two dollars and twenty nine cents. Yeah, and an eight bag, an eight pound bag of ice for sixty nine cents. An eight bag. An eight bag pound of ice. <laughs> Give me an eight bag and a burger. <laughs> at Bud's Pizza. Holy shit! What? The other cop at that at that pizza place? Yeah. Was Deborah McMichael? Really? It says cop at Bud's Pizza. Is Deborah McMichael. Gotta, yeah, but did you? That lady was like short and fat. That has to be a different Deborah McMichael. Well, well that's what they say. Like that definitely wasn't WWE Deborah. That's what they show. That's what they show. The picture, like Deborah McMichael. All That's right. weird. But I gotta run and go get a blanket or something first. You stay right there. <clears throat> Very interesting. It even says here, Deborah's first ap- appeared on TV in a brief appearance in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, 1994. She then went into WCW between 95 to 98 as the queen of WCW as well as the manager for Steve McMichael. In 1998, she went to WWF, Jeff Jarrett, Jerry, Walt, Jerry the King, so on and so forth. That's weird. That's, yeah. I swear that didn't look anything like her. I didn't think so, but that's interesting. All right, so there's a lot of odd people in this movie. Yeah. So she's driving the car back to the house with the girl in the trunk, and she found the other girl laying in the road and, like, smacked her with a stick. 
What other girl? The girl who was on the hook who escaped. Oh. Well, there's Leatherface. Just like Grandma. Grandma face. Yeah. Leather Grandma. I have not yet begun to fight. That's John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones? From Led Zeppelin? <laughs> no, the trumpet player. The monster? See, like, once again, like, I hate the Leatherface look. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess they're really going for the Ed Dean thing. So he's dressed like his, like a woman. He's into the yeah. whole cross-dressing thing. Come on, bring her in. I'm not gonna hurt you. See, I'm not gonna hurt you. See, I'm right here. I'm not gonna hurt you. Go on. Wearing pearls and move. An army boots. Yeah. You saw him, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just goofy. Yeah. What are you so pissed off? Huh? I like how day. I like how Vilmer's like electronic leg just he just has like random like television remotes. He's like, Why aren't my batteries charged? <laughs> There's just all different T V remotes. He's like, How come none of these are working? Like brother, they're television remotes. Yeah, isn't his leg remote control? Yes. Look what your brother did to this door. Nobody gives a damn about that door. Hey, mister. Nobody gives a damn about the door? I, don't, I feel like somebody would probably care. Now, Leatherface is Vilmer's brother. So then who's this guy? I don't know. Oh, my God. What is this? You don't fucking believe this, do you? What are you going to do? You <laughs> if the movie would just focus around Matthew McConaughey more, it would be great. It would, yeah. If it I was, love that when he pulls her out of the bag and yeah. he's like, you don't fucking believe this, do you? <laughs> Let me ask you one question. Are you having fun yet? Are you having fun yet? <laughs> I promise you. I promise you, you and I are going to have some fun. Oh, no, no, Wesley. No. That's my fucking name. No, I don't know. I was gonna say, yeah, he puts his fingers in her mouth. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. No. Shit, do you? No. <laughs> Mandible claw. What did you think? Huh. Do is kill you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Goddamn right you don't. <laughs> I think he just wants to fucking choke her. He's got a dryer hose attached to his leg. Yeah. Yeah, like, if they would have just made the movie based around him being a crazy fuck, you don't even need the fucking family. Right. Maybe the girlfriend, who's, like, kind of normal... You know, like, oh, don't worry, honey. He just he just gets mad sometimes. Don't you let him yeah. Because that's what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him get to you. That's what he wants. Like, like what is going on? Well, you have to ask Bilmer that. But if you ask me, 
I think this son of a bitch is from outer space. There's right, the other now girl. We, now we drag in Heather. Oh, God, what are you going to do? Now? What are you going to do? This is when he steps on her head. Don't hurt her. Right? Uh, I, think I think that this so. is... I think this is it, and he's like, "I am in the mood for love." And he starts howling and cutting himself. He bites her fucking face. I am in the mood for love. <laughs> so what does he do? Like, does he just bite her face? Yeah. Feel better. Now, when he's stomping on the the girl's head, I he's think not it's stomping. Well, when he's got her head, like his boot on her head, yeah, and his leg is freaking out. I think that's his girlfriend. Really? I don't think he's doing it to one of the the victims. Oh. Okay. Just don't want to Fuck you. At least that's like. the, that's the word. They changed it. Man, I need to get the app that you're getting these updates on. Yeah. Yeah, rape whistle. Hey, you just It's just girl talk. Intended by writer, producer, director Kim Henkel to be the real sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the characters of Vilmer and W.E. were intended to be the hitchhiker and cook characters from the original Texas Chainsaw. Jim Sido was approached to reprise his role as cook, but was unable to. Stories about these people who run everything. Then Jim Sidow, who played Drayton Sawyer in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, was offered the role of grandfather, but he turned that down. Okay. Bullcrap. It's these people. And they've been doing this kind of thing for like a thousand or two thousand years, I forget which. And nobody, I mean nobody knows their names. And that's who Vilmer works for. Oh, that's, that's what you were talking about, Mike. Yeah, so she's kind of filling her in on... What, what, are they like the Illuminati? Yeah, I guess so. Desert flower. Desert flower. I've got a mind. Just lit your goddamn throat. Uh, <laughs> the look on her face is pretty like oh god like like yeah like they didn't tell her anything that he was going to be doing yeah or like oh god that's a real knife like yeah <laughs> like she looks genuinely nervous yeah you want me alive for some reason well like she said she was like you know a lot of what we did was pretty dangerous yeah Smart girl. We well, got so smart girl. Well, kind of makes you think, doesn't it? I wonder what, what his uh, his first movie was. McConaughey. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. See how, see where this fell in his acting career. Yeah. Now he's beating the shit out of his girlfriend. This was only his fifth movie. Oh wow! So he was in. He was he was in an uncredited video short in 1992. 
he played Larry Dickens in an episode of Unsolved Mystery. So he was like one of the, you know, Larry Dickens went to his car Tuesday night and like Matthew McConaughey walking to his car. Yeah. Then he was in Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. Then he was guy number two in My Boyfriend's Back. And then he was Vilmer. Huh. So this is this is real early in his career. It's impressive. Because he's fucking, he's great. Yeah. So she's got the gun now. <laughs> Everybody shut up. Okay. Drink spirit like me. Put your hands in front of you. Now doesn't he like put the gun to himself? He yeah, he fucking grabs it and puts it to his forehead. I think he opens his mouth first. Ah, and he's like, like, fucking sucking the gun off. Yeah. What are you gonna do? His leg is operated by four D batteries. I do this. Oh, damn, woman. Now we're going. Now we're going. What do you think? Huh? <laughs> One, two. Take your fucking chances. It's a damn trick. Shut up, Dubby. Why don't you shut up your own self? God, just forget it, hon. I tell you, if that shotgun was anywhere where you could get at it, believe me, it's what he wanted. No, you stop. <laughs> no, you stop. Get down. Discretion is the best. Leatherface is hiding behind the refrigerator like a yeah. bitch. <laughs> me, me. You get down too. Much. Yeah, Leatherface has like no role in this movie. No. That's why they shouldn't, like, it's, it's almost like they wanted it to be about Vilmer, but they were like, well, let's make it a Texas Chainsaw Master movie. Yeah. But maybe the pizzas are getting cold. <laughs> that ketchup's getting warm. Oh. Let's not make this an all-nighter, all right? I mean, I hate to be a party pooper, but it's late, and I'm tired, and the pizzas are getting cold. And nobody oh, there you go. Pizzas are getting cold. <laughs> and nobody asked you a goddamn thing! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heather, get up. Get up, Heather. Why, why wouldn't you just at least pull the trigger? Yeah, see if anything happens. Oh, yep, and there it comes. <laughs> Heather gets up out of a pool of her own blood. It's okay, Heather, get up. And Heather's like, nah, fuck, I'm tired. Did he, like, bite her in the nose? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely insane. Yeah. Boy! That's what I was going to say. He sounds like Jack. <laughs> yep. Oh I'm right behind you, Dan. <laughs> but the movie would have been great. Like, I wouldn't even guess what you could call it, but, you know. Are you 
Probably just like the bionic leg. I think that's the stupid. Yeah, with the hose attached to it. Yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. But just him being a fucking psycho is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! She hits the fucking barrel going like five, and she's like, oh my head. Yeah, right? Kills the car. Shame about her face, leather. At least you can have her shoes. Uh. <laughs> can't have her face, but you can have her shoes. We're gonna call them leather shoes. We're <laughs> gonna change his name. Oh, she's still alive? I thought he kills her. I think they get around to killing her. I thought he crushes her fucking head. Oh, his girlfriend? Yeah. No. Gotcha. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> I'd, fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> like again, very uh, like Ed Gein, I guess. Yeah. You better be nice to me. I can always go back to my husband. I can always go back to my husband. You better be nice to me. He just tried to crush your throat with yeah. his electronic leg. And now she's manipulating his leg with the remote. And, yeah, that's what gets her hot. It gets him hot, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Is that all you got, huh? Is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where her husband thinks she is. Yeah. So where did the girl go? Which one? The survivor. She's right there. Oh, they brought her back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When, when the uh, when the brother says, "Well, her shoes are her face is fucked, but you can have her shoes," and then Vilmer is bringing Renee back in. Okay. Smacks her a couple times, chokes her a little bit. Shows her the corpse family. Yeah, a bunch of corpses at the table. Grandpa looks pretty solid. Yeah, he's not too mushy. <laughs> as funny as it is, I think this is the fake like Leatherface here is my favorite in the movie. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and like his fancy. Yeah, like woman. his night nightingale. Yeah. And his woman face and <laughs> his woman suit. The chainsaw is a McCulloch Pro Max 700, a 70 cc saw. Huh. I bet it doesn't weigh 80 pounds. No. Grandpa. Grandpa. Are you going to help me or not? Robert Wolonsky of the Houston Press commented on this movie's treatment of the Leatherface character, writing that this movie, quote-unquote, turns Leatherface into a cross-dressing Nancy boy who screams more than he saws. According to Robert Jacks, he wrote the character as one who assumes the persona of a person whose face he wears. The confused sexuality of Leatherface character is complex and horrifying at the same time. Movie scholar Scott Von Doviak also took note of this, likening Leatherface's presentation of this movie to that of a tortured drag queen. Girl, you just said a mouthful. Huh. But I, I like that that thought that like he assumes the persona of the skin he's wearing. Yeah. No respect, no discipline. That's a problem. Family values have gone straight. Which would make sense why he's like sultry right now. Right. And he's like he has to look at his face and put his makeup on because he's wearing like a beautiful woman's face. Yeah. Snake bite. <laughs> <laughs> he like grabs a book and then the bookcase moves. Houses like the Adams family. <laughs> he just smashes her in the face with the book. <laughs> He's like, shut up. Wow. <laughs> Grandpa's like, oh, well, shit. Oh, pizza. Time to eat. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I think this is the only one where Grandpa's actually a person. Yeah, where he's like mobile. Yeah. The fucking lights her friend on fire. <laughs> fire in the hole. She's like, what? <laughs> oh, fire down. Again, it's your crazy dinner scene. Yep. Always get yeah. one of those. You have to have it. You know I can never get that smell out of my clothes. 
it's just weird how like Renee's character has like bouts of like just being really badass. Like she smacks Matthew McConaughey, you don't fucking touch me. And then she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck this. And she like just gets up, Leatherface yells, and she's like, You sit the fuck down. Yeah. Like, uh, he's somebody else that looks familiar. I don't recognize him. Oh. I assume that that is a rhetorical question. You assume that we goddamn well please, ain't no skin off my ass. Ain't no skin off my ass. <laughs> So these are like the Illuminati people now. Yes. Let's see. James Gale. This is Mr. Rothman. You. Yes. You have to help me. These people are crazy. Please, come on. Let's go. 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 Das Poots. So Barry's car, the the black car that they were driving, yeah, is an '81 Cadillac DeVille. Oh yeah, I knew it was what, a Cadillac. What eighteen-year-old has an '81 Cadillac DeVille? I mean, unless maybe it's his dad's. Maybe. Yeah, very possible. Oh, he hears his fucking leg. Yeah. It's like the Iron Giant. Megan D'Agostino. Again, she reappears from Texas 3 to Texas 4. Yeah, first she's Leatherface, now she's Matthew McConaughey. Now she's Matthew McConaughey. face. Do you understand? Matthew McLeather face. <laughs> I want to hear you say you understand that. No? It's very simple. I want these people to know the meaning of horror. Horror. This movie gets so confusing. Yeah. You don't want to be a silly boy. Is that clear? So, like, the Leatherface family is working for this Jewish suit guy. Yes. It's Mr. Rothman. Clear. Fucking it is. And he just wants them to know fear. Obviously, drives his car that says Illuminati Wrecking Crew, or Wrecking Company. Wrecking Balls. What are you, what are you doing? Why a woman like you has anything to do with this cripple? With this cripple? It's a mystery to me. Bastard. 
Richard, you know exactly why I'm here. What are you going to do? He licks her. Yum. Leatherface looks like Steven Tyler. <laughs> I think Steven Tyler might look more like a woman. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for Mr. Rothman that he picked up the pizza. Did you see Mr. Rothman's belly? Yes, with the fucking got like a, rings on his... He's got like a wrinkled belly. Here! This is what I was talking about. This is the scene. And it's oh. not his girlfriend, it's her, it's her friend. Oh, okay. And he well, crushes her I was thinking of the scene the before where he was stomping on his girlfriend. And then he, like, orgasms. And you just hear his legs freezing out. And he cuts himself. Yep. Okay. I'm glad that it happened because I fucking thought that that was it. And obviously, it's it's very uh, hitchhiker from part one. Yeah. So, Renee just, like, gets up, and she's just like, all right, now, in her Super Shredder costume. Yeah, did they change her clothes at some point? Yes, yeah, they dressed her for the dinner party. Super Shredder. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah, of course. She's really bad at getting away. (laughs) She just runs up to a wall. He's got her in the hurt lock. Oh no! The Lashley lock. That's my that's my move. Leatherface doesn't know how to operate a chainsaw. Apparently. Yeah, that's why nobody like, gets right, killed by I, one I, in this movie. Yeah. So having she, a remote control war over his leg. She befuddles his leg. <laughs> Very strange movie. Look at all the keys on the wall. I know, I know. Well, it's getting a little bit lighter out, so I think we're getting to sunrise. It's almost like a remake of the original. Yeah. It's funny, because I, I was reading, like, the, the trivia bullshit. And, uh... Give me one second, I'll pull up what I was... What I was reading. Yeah. 
Get that bitch, Leatherface. Now it's very uh, sunny out. Oh, yeah. So it says, uh, all right, I'll wait. We'll, we'll read them at the end. Thank you, Mr. Spotted. Oh, Bloody Marys. All right. And once again, she runs into the road and... Don't stop. Don't stop. There's a very large woman with a chainsaw and a dress. Is that Steven Tyler with a chainsaw? <laughs> oh, got some chainsaw. <laughs> Leatherface could really run. I mean, these. Yeah. Oh, and now Leatherface has already gotten on to. Now we're at part two. Yeah, riding on the truck. Yep. Swinging around. Not really doing much. Just kind of. Oh, all right. That poor, nice old couple. And here comes a plane. Just dust in the crops. Yep. Just dust in the wind. <laughs> and she gets out of the camper like Jason. Yes. Leatherface doesn't know what to do. The direction in this movie, they were just like, just run around. Just run around and scream. <laughs> And the plane comes down, hits McConaughey in the face with the teller. What the hell was the plane doing? I think the plane was just flying and then saw what was going on, was like, whoa. I think it's strange that the mask is like so attached to Leatherface's own face that it like yeah. moves with yeah. him. Yeah, like it's not sewn on. He's like glued it on. I also like though in that one that he's like glued on a chest piece. Like yeah. very Ed Gein. Like he's trying to be a woman. Right. And of course she gets into the limousine with Monk. And she's like, oh my god, it's Monk. I'm your biggest fan. Experience. She's like, I don't know what happened. 
Vilmer got run over by an airplane. Strive for something. A sense of harmony. Strive for something. A sense of harmony. She's like, what? Ken Foray sits up in the back seat. He's like, what? Where am I? Who are you? What's going on? What the fuck is that? What the fuck kind of fucked up shit is going on in there? There you go. Would you like to go to the local hospital? Well, I'll be... Who? Well, this is the first time something like this has happened. Yes? All right, so... We will find out what this is all about. This is not... The Illuminati takes her to the hospital. (laughs) There she is. Yep. That's Sally. Sally. Miss? Miss? You know who that is, Miss? Miss? What the hell is going on around? And you don't even get to see him. The orderly pushing. The orderly right there is. What's his name? Franklin? Yep. And yeah. then the. Uh, and the cop that she was just talking to is. Uh, where was it? Uh, Grandpa from the original. Right. Yeah, he played Grandpa. And that's it. The movie's over. It's it's over. So it ends with her going to the hospital, and Sally Hardesty is being... She's a corpse on a gurney just staring at her. Yeah. Pushed down, so... I don't even know. It's not even like it's like a little. It's, it's not even like it's like a tip of the hat to the to the original. We're like, oh shit, that was Sally. Cause it doesn't even look like her. Right. It's funny looking at her there. I, I, she reminds me of another actress, I believe. I, I would have to look. I can't remember what movie it is though. Um. So what I was going to say was the movie is a recur- uh, is recursive in that it opens with with an intertitle referring to two minor yet apparently related in- incidents, a joking acknowledgement of the previous two sequels, obviously part two and part three. Mm-hmm. Justin Yandel of Bloody Disgusting interprets this movie as a cynical reimagining of the 74 TCM with Henkel parodying his own work. He cites Leatherface's ineffectiveness at dispatching his victims, as well as the archetypal teenage characters as evidence of this movie being a commentary on the declining state of horror movies in the late 80s, early 90s. Leatherface, once efficient, methodical, and nearly silent, now struggles to competently capture or kill his victims all while screaming like a petulant child. The family, no longer backwater cannibals, dine on pizza instead of the fresh meat of their victims. The dinner sequence, originally one of the most effective and horrifying scenes ever committed to film, goes so far off the rails it climaxes with Jenny turning the tables on her captors and scolding Leatherface to sit down and shut up. The ineffectiveness of it all and of, of all of this is intentional, and we know this because a man in a limo pulls up and openly acknowledges it. And then 
it says, um, in developing this movie, uh, executive producer Robert Kuhn stated, I wanted to go back to the original, and he did too, uh, Kim Hankel, the director. We agreed that right off, and the first major thing was getting him to write the script. I raised the money to get it written and for us to start type, uh, trying to put this thing together. <clears throat> then we went out to the American film market in L.A. Uh, at that point, I raised some money, not nearly enough to make the film. We looked at possibilities uh, with a distribution deal. I knew there wasn't enough hope uh, of us making something we could live with. Uh, there never is. Kim would say, hey, so-and-so's interested. It might be a deal we can live with. So we talked to them and asked them three or four hard questions. And they'd look over at Kim and he'd say, yeah, then go back and start trying to raise some more money. I just started going back to everybody I knew and got it in bits and pieces wherever I could. Huh. I thought that was going to be more on the actual beginning. <clears throat> but there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Uh, uh, it would have been great if the movie just focused around Vilmer and didn't do the Illuminati thing. Um... It would have been great if kids drive, not great, but it would have been better if kids drive out in the woods, the car accident thing happens, they get to the, whatever she is, insurance lady, mm -hmm. uh, and she says, oh, the tow truck driver will come help you out. I just gave him a buzz. And Vilmer shows up, breaks the kid's neck, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's it. It would have been great if it was just Vilmer and his brother with the gun. And they don't have to have, like, this creepy bone-filled house because nothing, nothing, really, nothing really felt like this was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It felt almost like they wanted to make a movie that nobody cared to make, so they were like, well, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah. That's almost how it seems. Like, they wrote the whole movie around Vilmer, and then we're like, people are like, nah, not good enough. And they're like, no, 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 Leatherface is in it. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they just like threw Leatherface in. Right. I don't know. I, it's it's better than part two. Yeah, it is. I think it's on par with part three. It's just an odd movie. It is. It is. They wanted to make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But they wanted to make it different, but they wanted to make it feel like home, but they wanted to add the Illuminati in. For some reason, yeah. Like, it, it suffers from bad acting. Yes, um, minus Minus Matthew McConaughey. If all of the acting had been at that level, oh yeah, it, it would have been a lot better. But the, the kid actors are all so bad and unconvincing and Leatherface is stupid. Yeah, Leatherface is awful. Where I always feel that, like, I don't know, like, I feel that Leatherface in the original is good. Mm -hmm. I feel that Leatherface in the remakes is even better. Like, as much as he's not the, as much as he's not, like, the, the leader of the family. Yeah. Like, everybody in the family knows that, oh, like in the in the remakes, the you know, don't make me get Tommy. 
Right. He's he's the badass. Yeah. Like in the it. remakes, he's the, he's the enforcer. Like yo, yeah. you fuck with us, you fuck with us, and all I have to do is just yell for my brother, and you're fucked, motherfucker. Like, right. He's a he's a bad dude. He's not screaming like a woman. No, he's just a fucking psycho with a saw. Yeah. <laughs> and if we tell him to fucking go crazy, he's gonna cut loose and he's gonna do it. Yeah, Leatherface in the in the remakes is just kind of like a monster. Yeah. Like there's nothing lighthearted about him. Yeah. There's nothing goofy about him. Yeah, he's not dressing like a woman. He yeah. just he just wears other people's faces to disguise his own hideous deformity. And it also helps that he's a really big guy. Yeah. Yeah, and and they pull off I don't want to say the childlike aspect of it, but it's not like he's an unhinged murderer that has no control over himself because you see him do things methodical and he's in the movie in other parts and it's not like he's just cutting the house to pieces with a chainsaw because he's crazy. He only fucking loses it when somebody's like, hey, you know, like when the when Monty says, you're so dead, you don't even know it yet, and he's fucking hitting the, the floor with the, the cane. Yeah. And, of course, that's just letting Leatherface know, like, yo, get your ass up here. I need help. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, somebody's fucking around upstairs, and they need some muscle. Yeah. So he comes stomping up the steps. Yeah. And it's great because, like I said, it's got that that childlike where he's – not controlled by the family, but in a sense, he's control. You know, it's that. Oh well, I listen to my, I listen to my, my uncle. I listen to my, my brother. Yeah, you know, and it's that simple. I listen to my mom because I. That's that's it. I was raised with manners, but you know, if you fucking punch my brother, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Don't touch my family. Right. But in all the previous ones, you've got him, you know, nobody was able to convey a to convey that without making him like a pussy. Right. And even even in the original one, when he's like his the dad is like smacking him at the table. Yeah. When he's like poking at the girl. Right. He he just kind of comes off as like a big dumb retard. Yes. And and I like how they spun it in the in the remake where he's he is kind of a big dumb retard, but it's not like he's like it's this is the best way to put it. Not that he's retarded. It almost seems like in the earlier films, Leatherface is autistic. Mm-hmm. Like he that's it. He just He's a big child, and and he doesn't really understand a lot of stuff, or he wants to touch things that he shouldn't be touching. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like that aspect because to me, you don't come across like a killer. You, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I just never liked them. I'm not saying yeah. I don't like the original. I'm just saying I don't like certain aspects of how it was portrayed, and I feel that in the remake. They portrayed it very, very well. Yeah. 
He's like Kane in the remake. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's just a big deformed monster. And I'll listen to the person who I feel is my caretaker or superior. Mm -hmm. But like, piss me off and I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Or if my caretaker tells me to do it, I'm just going to listen. Yeah. Because why would they steer me wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it worked very, very well. Sorry, yeah. folks, that the conversation for the end of this movie just got spun out of control into how good the re- the remakes are. We'll be watching the remake next. Oh, yeah, I can't fucking wait. Oh, God, it's going to be so good. Yeah, this one, the, there's not much to really say. It's just no. a weird, weird, confusing movie. They might have been trying to go for something, but... They didn't really get it. <laughs> yeah, they definitely definitely missed the mark. Whenever people think of this movie, if they ever think of this movie, it's always the one with Matthew McConaughey. Yep. That's really yeah. all, all you need to know about this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, that is the redeeming quality of this movie. And that's not even a good redeeming quality. It doesn't make the movie something that you want to watch. But if you are a Matthew McConaughey fan, it's well worth watching considering it's only his second movie. Right. Prior to this was Dazed and Confused. That's it. Yep. Minus his little, you know, his bit role in a TV series and a bit role in Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. And it's funny how they managed to get like a bigger name actor in each of these like, you know, you have the original and then you have part two and it's like, oh, part two, the one with Dennis Hopper. And then, oh, part right. three, the one with Ken Foray. Oh, yeah. part four, the one with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see these really big name actors. I mean, before, well, not so much Dennis Hopper. I, Dennis Hopper was probably well established at that time, too. Yeah, I um, think so. But Ken Foray was relatively, not relatively unknown, but... He wasn't, I don't know, I wouldn't think of him as what he is now. No, he. I mean, he had done Dawn of the Dead Dawn at that of the point. Dead, yeah. But, but, yeah, like Matthew McConaughey was fucking unknown actor back then. Renee Zellweger, unknown actress back then. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, if, if you're a fan of Matthew McConaughey, you watch the fucking movie. You should, because it's... It, it really speaks to what he is capable of doing and what he was capable of doing. Like there's a lot of people that you watch them when they first start out and, oh, you really didn't catch your stride until you were, you know, 10 years in the business or whatever. Mm -hmm. But watching this movie, I'm like, Jesus, like this, this looks like Matthew McConaughey, not physically looks, but like acting capability. This looks like something that he's, he'd be doing now. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't look, it doesn't look like early poor acting or anything like that. You don't look at it and think, Oh, that's him as a, as a young actor. It just, it just, it's just him. Yeah. And like, it's a a side of him. You don't usually see. Correct. And he's, you don't normally see him like beating women and, 
murdering choking, people. Yeah, choking women and putting knives to their throats and his fingers in their mouths and <laughs> cutting himself and putting a gun in his mouth. And, like, he's just batshit crazy in this. Yeah. And he does it so well. Yeah, and he what's, does. what's impressive is moving forward from this, he wasn't typecasted as this character. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, we need crazy. Get that Matthew McConaughey guy. Yeah. So it speaks volumes for him. If there's anything to take away from this movie whatsoever, it's it's Matthew McConaughey's, McConaughey's acting ability. Right. Yep. A hundred percent. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, good night. Or good day. Or good morning. Whenever you're watching this, listening. Hugh Grant. Or Hugh Grant. Or huge penis. Or huge erection. Brown plow. Plow brown. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch us next week. Same heart.